But first, Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has been looking very smug lately thanks to the figures he's just released for the 2019 budget. It shows a balanced budget thanks to a mainly a windfall in commodities, mainly iron ore and coal. Of course, they're our two major money earners. But can we afford any complacency when there are significant economic headwinds from the China and US trade war, downturns in what's left of our local industries, and we battle the worst drought we've had in 20 years? I asked Dr Nicholas Gruen, CEO of Lateral Economics, whether we had the right settings in the economy to meet these challenges. So if you're asking me, is our interest rates set at the right level for the long-term future of the country, I'd be able to say whether or not I agreed with the Reserve Bank and the experts who set the interest rate. And as a matter of fact, I don't entirely agree, but I know they're trying. And what's happening is that we should be doing something similar with fiscal policy, but unfortunately we turn it into a punch and duty show in which the Liberal Party tells us how responsible they are without being particularly responsible and the Labor Party tries desperately to appear responsible. It's it's kind of a psychodrama because uh, in the electorate's mind, the Labor Party is mum and they're good for health and education and the Liberal Party, uh, the, the, the right, so the left do that and the right are good with money. I mean, these figures today are really a result of a bit of luck with the commodities markets, aren't they? Uh, They're mostly uh, the result of certain things that have happened within the economy that happen to be good for revenue uh, and, 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 yeah, that happen to be good for the budget position. They're not really... They're not a good measure of whether the economy is, is functioning well or whether... Um, you know, the, the, the situation is, uh, you know, is, is, in a situ- is, is in a position to be getting better uh, over the medium term. And the really, you know, the really biggest risks, risks to the economy are that we go into a global downturn. That's quite possible that China falls over. That's less uh, possible, but certainly possible. And nobody's really talking about what we ought to be doing Uh, if that happens, but one of the things we certainly shouldn't be doing is trying to run a surplus. Uh, So so we go on with the Punch and Judy show and we don't really talk about the important structural issues. And and speaking of those, uh, the main areas to be concerned about, I would guess, would be construction figures uh, coming off the boil, uh, real estate sort of uh, bumping along the bottom, uh, unemployment uh, figures not really improving and the actual uh, job ads are, are down. So it, the actual outlook isn't looking too good for the next year or two, is it? Uh, well, the outlook isn't great. Uh, we've had a problem with wage growth for a long time and we're not addressing that. Um, at some stage we will, I guess, but there's no sign that we're addressing that. Uh, and we're not addressing the larger problems. Uh, well, we don't actually need to address them at the moment. But if there is a downturn, you know, right now we should be preparing for that. We should be looking for uh, looking so, looking for things that might be shovel ready if we need to press go again. If we need to do another fiscal stimulus, who's talking about that? The, the Labor Party won't talk about it because the Labor Party's uh, having having masterminded a, a magnificent stimulus, one of the best in the Western world next to Korea and China, 
um, uh, the uh, the Labor Party then said, oh, we'll, we'll get back to surplus at some preordained time. Of course, they didn't. But, but by doing that, they said that surpluses were bad. Uh, sorry, that, that uh, deficits were bad. And deficits are only bad if they're at the wrong time for the wrong reasons. Uh, but, you know, that's not how we talk about these things. Uh, and if things get nasty and they could get as nasty or nastier than they did in nineteen in two thousand and eight nine, then we're in not a very good state the the the, the debate is in a pretty infantile state to uh, to be think to be handling those kinds of issues. And and so when is a good time to start paying back debt? I mean if we're not gonna do it now when uh, we've well, got a bit of a surplus question. when do we do it? Yeah that, that, that's an interesting question. The economist John Maynard Keynes talked about the gold standard, and I'll explain what that is in a minute. He, t- he talked about the gold standard as a barbarous relic. And what he meant by that is, is what happened was that countries didn't ran their national currencies pegged to the gold price. And the idea of pegging things to the gold price was that you can't really trust anyone to run a monetary system, and so you have to have a sort of arbitrary peg to an arbitrary standard of value. And of course, if a, if a gold becomes scarce or people want to buy gold for different reasons or, uh, you know, a whole new, you know, we find a new way to mine gold and the price of gold falls, then that destabilizes the monetary system of the world. That's what he meant by calling it a barbarous relic. Now, it may be that the same, the kind of system we have now, which which basically hands a monetary system to the authorities and says, if you want to spend more money, you have to borrow it from the markets. Now, money is a public good. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an artifact of the entire system, how much money is in the system. So it's at least arguable that if we are going through very difficult financial times, it's at least arguable that uh, the central bank might, for instance, simply issue more money. That's called monetary financing of fiscal policy, and that's roughly what central banks in the Northern Hemisphere have done to buy back assets. But we haven't really thought about this properly. We haven't had a proper discussion about when that ought to be that when that ought to happen when one might be justified, when it might be sensible for the central bank to simply create money and then to and then for the government to spend it on infrastructure or or cash giveaways or whatever and how that should be accounted for, whether it should be debt or whether it should not be debt. Those are the kinds of things we should be having a debate about. And if we do think that it's better that, that we should allow the central bank to money finance a fiscal stimulus, then what are the institutional arrangements that should be that we should build to make sure that that doesn't just turn into print, you know, the, the usual democratic disasters of governments printing money until inflation takes off and we're all in a bad way? Those are the kinds of things we should be talking about. Have you noticed we... a lot of that talk going on, Roderick? Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. No, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> But you, you don't want to end up in a, a Weimar Republic situation, do you, then, uh, if, you, if you go to the extremes about printing money? Um, well, that's what I meant about creating a, an institutional environment 
in which you can't do that. So, you know, we're not in a situation where Weimar is bearing down on us. We have the institutions. We need to think about them. We need to be ready for some pretty nasty things that can happen to us. We're not talking about any of those things. Yes, and we should be talking about them. And that's Dr Nicholas Gruen, CEO of Lateral Economics, speaking with me there.